Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's Royal Visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. Palazzo Podcast, Prospects Power, half hour, two L's, two Z's. Give me two. Welcome into the show. Phil Goyette, myself, Michael Govier, we're live. We got two days till opening day. That is exciting. That truly is an exciting prospect. Speaking of prospects, that's the ultimate prospect. Is baseball in two days, man. That's exciting. Phil, uh, what are you most excited about? Oh, first off. The Tigers made a trade last night, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on that real yeah. quick. Austin Meadows and Isak Paredes goes to Tampa. Does that mean Paredes' stock should be on the rise because Tampa wanted to acquire him? Uh, no, I wouldn't think so. He just, really? He's just going to have to fight for every inch of playing time now. So, um, you know, they got rid of Meadows because I don't think they want to have to pay him the ARB money, maybe. I don't know. Um, somebody pointed out that... The AL, I can't remember who I saw. I saw it on Twitter. So the AL Central doesn't have many left-handed starting pitchers. And the ones they do have suck, like uh, Keuchel for the White Sox. Um, So he could be, you know, Meadows could be feasting potentially in the middle of the order in Detroit. So for Detroit, I think it's fun. Obviously for the Tigers, I'm glad to see him make that move and go get a guy. I know Paredes is... A prospect that a lot of people, he was one of those guys who had the great hit tool and then that was going to make the power come type of thing. Yep. Um, so, which didn't happen, unfortunately. Um, so, it's exciting for Tigers fans. For fantasy fans, you got to be delighted. Uh, you know, I looked at Meadows' projections this morning because I was looking at some stuff, but they, I think he was still on Tampa Bay when I looked at it. I don't know. Or maybe it was yesterday morning. Um, hmm. I would assume he's he's won up a few bucks uh, since. So, okay. I would think. More more playing time, I would think. Um, uh, easier, definitely easier division to hit against. Um, That's true. So I like it. I think it was a great trade. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, it's definitely not a negative, but it actually changes my perspective on this front office and what's going on there. I've been stuck in the same... Yeah disposition of thought for the last four or five years thinking well this is what we're going to get and that's how it is but i think we're actually in the middle of a change there's a revolution happening within the tigers front office and it's really exciting so i gotta rethink this whole thing now phil yeah torque is up they're not going to screw around with it it looked like green was coming too he just got hurt unfortunately that sucked to see he looked like maybe their best hitter in camp this year didn't he so arguably um, sure you know, it's 
they're not going to figure out how to face major league pitching without facing major league pitching. I don't know what you do for Riley Green or Spencer Torkelson by making them stay in AAA for two or three months outside of getting the extra year of service time. I don't see how it helps them develop as hitters at all for yeah. either of them at this point. So that's fair. Um, uh, hopefully, Green's not out too long. Torque, we'll talk about on the show, but I think he, you know. He's I was surprised to see he wasn't one of the he wasn't the top guy in the AL odds for rookie of the year. I think I might take him there. So especially mm. if he's gonna play the whole year. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm excited for the season to start. We got the Tigers and White Sox. Will they play an opening day? For real? I don't know. The weather's supposed to be shit here. In fact, yeah. today is really nice. If today was opening day, it would have been perfect. It's fifty six degrees and sunny. So a window of opportunity was missed, but it's supposed to be forty degrees and Pretty cold, so we'll see. Jackson Bowers is here. What up, Jackson? Welcome to the show. Hey, Jackson. Hey, if you guys have questions, drop them in the live chat, of course. We're here for you. We want to make a difference in your lives. Jasper says, one of the guys I hang out with at work is a big Tigers fan. Go Tigers. That's for you, guy who works with Jasper. We're planning a trip to both parks this season. All right, well, dude, you got to, I mean, Phil probably can't make it, but you got to get me involved in this. I would love to join you guys. I mean, I could be there in 25 minutes, so let's not. Miss that opportunity. Comerica's, I always say this, even though the Tigers suck, and I'll always have a soft spot for St- Tiger Stadium, Comerica yeah. Park will always be a pretty solid ballpark. It's a rock-solid ballpark. Never been there. I never made it to a game there. Um, it's, it's unbelievable. I was, old, old, I was old Tiger Stadium growing up, so. That makes sense. Too, too old for Comerica, and I moved away after they built it. So uh, I've been well, to many games at the uh, – Sox Park, whatever they're calling it now. The G-Spot, guaranteeing rate. Um, yeah, uh, great stats, by the way, for Austin Meadows against the Chicago White Sox. I posted a video on the Palazzo Patreon last night exclusively for our patrons. If you want to be a part of that, Palazzo Podcast Patreon starts and begins at the Palazzo Podcast Twitter feed. Two L's, two Z's. Give me two. We got the Discord link, which is free, but there's also bonus channels, including Phil, who'll talk about prospects. If you want to, this is available to you. And I did the video last yeah. night for our patrons talking about Austin Meadows' killer numbers. Small sample size, but he has like a 430, 480, 775 slash line against the White Sox in 12 games. It's not a lot of games, but, yeah. That's uh, that's a nice park for power, especially when it warms up in the summer. Um, tail end of the season, you should be hitting some ding-dongs out of uh, Sox Park, I would think. And like we just talked about, Keuchel's the only lefty in the staff for now. I don't know that he makes it the whole year on the staff. He might just because they don't have the depth. Um, but uh, And Lynn is hurt. So they're going to be throwing guys out there like Reynaldo Lopez and Johnny Cueto. So there's going to be opportunities for sure to hit for him. And to the hit Tigers, yeah, the Tigers are one of two teams that are playing a spring training game on Wednesday. There's only two teams. It's the Phillies and the Rays and the Tigers and the Orioles tomorrow. So I don't know why that is, but... That's it. And so everybody else is getting ready for opening day. That is strange. Uh, Okay, so we want to talk about prospects who will make a difference this year. Jasper says, that could be arranged too, MJ. Of course it can. Anything is possible. Kevin Garnett said it. Anything is possible! I think he said it like that. So, So, Like a true Southsider, Jasper still calls it Comiskey. Yeah, Comiskey. Yeah, Comiskey Park. That guy was a douchebag, so he doesn't deserve to have a name. After him, but you know, there's a lot of douchebag owners in the history of Major League Baseball. Jeff Whiteley is here. What's up, Jeff? He says Dodger Stadium is pretty close to perfect, and I've never been. Have I'd you? Love to go there. Yeah. No. Yeah. Would love to. Go I would there. love to go there too. In fact, we should make it a priority. It if I ever go out amazing. to the West Coast, it does look beautiful. I would love to see that stadium in Chavez Ravine. But uh, as far as prospects this year, 
We know Isak Paredes probably won't be an impact prospect in 2022, but uh, the big hitters, the big hitters we know now, right? We got Julio Rodriguez and Bobby Witt, uh, Matt Brash. Uh, What about uh, Spencer Strider? What do you think of Spencer Strider in Atlanta? Do you have any uh, excitement about that at all? Aragorn. Um, (laughs) Strider's... uh, Did Russell maybe tweet this? Something about Brash. I think it was Brash versus Strider. He probably did. He probably did. Yeah, Yeah, he loves Strider. He said... Um, something along the lines of, why would I waste a pick on? Uh, no, it was a fab. Like, why waste yeah. 150 bucks fab on Brash and you can get Strider for two bucks? So, um, I think he's probably more of like a bullpen swing type of guy for the Braves, but he's gonna he could be really good in that role. So, if you're in a deeper league, like a lot of leagues I'm in, you need those kind of relievers that can give you bulk innings and get a lot of strikeouts, that kind of thing, maybe back into some wins for you. Um, in redraft, I don't know that Strider's going to be super relevant this year. There might be some chances for him to pop up as a streaming option. Okay. Uh, but this stuff's really good. Stuff's really good. Really exploded last year. He's one of these guys nobody was talking about, and then his stats were ridiculous for the first two or three months. Uh, mm-hmm. And now he's up. So, Yes, sir. I was able to get him in one league. I can't remember if it was my main event or... Yeah, it was my main event. So if Strider pops at all, I'll be sitting pretty in my main event with him on my bench, ready to go. And yep. anything is possible, as already said. Also, uh, who is another prospect besides the big studs? I mean, who will be... Okay, let me ask you this real quick. Brash, Witt, Julio Rodriguez, who has the better year? Torkelson, too. I'll throw Tork in there. All four of those I guys. Would say, I would say Julio Rodriguez, no problem. Um... Julio versus Torque is going to be tough. I don't know. I think maybe get me Torque. Um, Go Tigers. But uh, that's really, really difficult. Really See, difficult splitting hairs there. You expect to get fantasy yeah, value from both of those guys this year, Torkelson yeah. and Julio Rodriguez. Yeah, I think the people that drafted those guys earlier in the offseason have to be delighted because they could both be like, um, if you look at like a 12-team uh, auction, I think they both could be like $20 guys this year for you. And you probably didn't have to either pay that much or use that level of draft pick on them to acquire them. I don't think That's they true. were going that high. Okay. Um, I know Wit was going higher because of the stolen bases. Um, yeah. So like Wit probably has the highest ceiling out of that group of four. And hmm. so um, uh, just for the steals, the speed, I don't know that Julio's going to steal, you know, nearly as many bags. But what about this guy? Um, Can he steal bags later in the year or no? Yeah. Yeah, he can. O'Neill Cruz. Um, I would maybe have him. I think I would. So I would prefer Julio. I would prefer Witt. I prefer Torkelson to O'Neill Cruz, especially because he's the pirates are dicking around with the service time now, too. He's not starting up. Um, they are. Yep. They said, and that's, hey, we're sticking to the old ways. Fuck you guys. <laughs> we're the we're the pirates. That's right. Arr. Yeah, we won the first World Series. Did they win the first World Series? Am I making that up? Or was that Boston? Oh. I think they were in it at the very least, like in 1903. It was the Red Sox and the Pirates, maybe? This is totally off the top of my head. Uh, what about this guy, though? Josh Lowe, Rookie of the Year now. Forget Torkelson. Forget Julio Rodriguez. Forget Bobby Witt. It's Josh Lowe well, yeah, season. And, and Josh Lowe, they cleared a spot for. So, you know, I'm looking. So I sent you over the... Uh, rookie of the year odds. These are from, I believe they're from DraftKings. Yeah, they're from DraftKings. You know, uh, Josh Lowe's plus 9,000. Um, wow. So, yeah, he's this barely is on the. Yeah, yeah. I want to put my up God. Today. I Updated had, Sunday. 
updated Sunday. So they, maybe that line's changed since then. But yeah, um, I had a friend of mine got he got uh, ninety to one odds the, before it went up to like thirty to one recently after this trade. So he's really yeah. excited about that ninety to one. Shout out to my guy John, of course. <laughs> he's really good at those. He always he's a wizard with numbers. He's a mathematician. So that's a good guy to know when it comes to gambling. But yeah, yeah, I like. I like Lowe. Um, he's a guy for redraft that you probably would take take even as shallow as a 12-teamer to start the season. He's another guy that could get you to 20 bucks with steals and home runs uh, if he gets enough playing time. Tampa's always weird with playing time because they just have a lot of options. So, um, And they don't want to give their guys too much playing time because it hurts our prices if they play him too much. Um, so I don't know if that Lowe uh, low winds up Rookie of the Year, but I think for your – like if we're looking at the ladder, like I did the ladder last year for Roto Fanatic, uh, and I started with Rookie of the Year odds, and they were actually pretty solid foundation. Some stuff moved around, but uh, kind of the big names were also the ones who were good names for fantasy redraft uh, in twenty twenty one. So I would, I think that's going to hold again in twenty twenty two. Lowe's maybe twenty, like I said, maybe twenty dollar guy because he gets there with steals and home runs. Uh, batting average leagues, you got to be a little more careful with him than OBP leagues. But if you're playing in OBP, I don't think you have to worry about that too much. Um, I don't yeah, think he'll yeah. hit. I don't think he'll hit high up the order for them. Um, so there might be some, you know, like he he's not going to crush the runs and RBIs. I don't know, think necessarily. Um, but all in all, the trade's great for low, um, and I'm excited to watch him play. And he's been an underrated prospect for a while, so a lot of people probably scooped him at a low price. I would think. Anthony Fedora, what is up, Fedora? Good to see you. By the way, I dropped the Patreon link in the live chat. If you guys want to sign up, it's as little as three bucks a month, and you get a lot of exclusive bonus materials that you don't even know about because you're not in the Patreon. So we're trying to grow this thing. Also, if you really, really want to fuck with me, for, as soon as we get to 100 patrons, I'm giving carte blanche to all the patrons to make me do something absolutely absurd. Like, you know... <laughs> Do something that you see on Jackass Forever or something like that. You know, I'm not even kidding. That's a, I'm giving myself to all of you. Uh, Anthony says, can we talk about Diego Cast? Did you, did you see that new Jackass? eat light bulbs. Or- <laughs> ah! Okay, if it kills me, yeah, I, I might not have to. I might have to sit that one out. But he wants to know about Diego Castillo of Pittsburgh, who's not being talked about at all. He yeah. made this. This is the guy who made the squad, right? So. That's yeah. big for Pittsburgh, who's been manipulating. Or Jeremy Pena, impact. What about both these guys, Diego Castillo and Jeremy Pena of Houston? I think Castillo likely little to no impact. Uh, Pena is very interesting. We've talked about him on the show, I think, a couple times. Um, I tend to think his offense is better than what people are going to give him credit for. I don't think Houston had a big uh, issue with moving on from Correa, in part because they had Pena there to cover short. Um, and I was interested. So the AL Rookie of the Year odds, he's it's goes Witt, Torkelson, Rutschman, uh, Julio Rodriguez, Shane Boz, and then Jeremy Pena. So um, the Sharps have him above Riley Green, apparently, or they're just trying to get. But I don't know why you'd be wanting to move the action like that. So uh, Pena um, might be better than people think he's going to be. He's another guy in redraft I think can work for you as a cheap. Uh, shortstop option late in drafts uh, or one of those cheap like middle infield fillers uh, and you just see if he pops and if not then you can you know fab him out if need be but I don't think you'll need to I think he's a guy that could hit for average too which I like 
especially if you're in an old school type league. I think you could hit for average in the majors. Uh, I think he plays every day for him or almost every day. So um, wow. I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad to see Pena up. We got a lot of prospects up to start the year this year. Yeah. It, isn't it like an, it's an unusual year? Am I right? Feels it. Yeah. It feels yeah. like a lot of these guys would sit down. I don't know if, if part of it was uh, the roster. So the rosters are 20 or 28 players until May 1st. Is that correct? That has to play a role into it. Yeah. And there's some kind of shenanigans with which I, I don't quite understand totally with the options and um, options used before that cut down date roster cut down date are not going to count against the limit. So there's a limit to how many times you can send a guy up and down within a season. Now that was agreed to in the new CBA, but these, if they move them up and down prior to May 1st, I don't believe it counts towards those limits. Um, So you might see a lot of shuttling kind of stuff going on for this first month. You're going to see a lot of pitchers, tons of pitchers. I would not jump around too much. Uh, early season on on pitchers um don't be surprised if like bullpens aren't real solid and you see a bunch of different guys getting saves early on in the year i think i saw today the yank the yankees are going to carry 16 pitchers to start the season so um yeah and they're just going to try and spread a lot of innings out early on to keep them off the arms for later when they're not going to be able to shuttle they're not going to be able to shuttle guys up and down as much after may 1st so when that, that shuttle sense. date gets cut off, they're going to have to rely on a smaller pitching staff and more of the same-ish kind of guys. So okay. long story short, makes, I think the first month is going to be a mess. That makes total sense. It does. Uh, Jasper says Lane Thomas and Joe Adele. You know, I think yeah. Lane Thomas. <laughs> oh, you like that. Yeah, Lane, yeah well, because it's one of my favorite nicknames. Uh, Lane Thomas Furniture Warehouse. Um <laughs> Or it also sounds like a, maybe like a plus-size women's dress. Uh, oh, yeah, Lane Bryant, I Lane Thomas. It. I got it at Lane Thomas. So, uh, <laughs> so Lane, yeah, Lane Thomas is interesting. Uh, he's got some sneaky pop. Uh, Joe Odell has big-time pop. I think we talked about him on the show last week. Yeah, he's he could be he's post-type. He could hit 40 home runs. Yeah, he could. Joe Odell could hit 40 home runs. And yeah, I wouldn't be I surprised just, to see it happen. Yeah, he's post-type now. He's been on the team for a bit, so I just see him as – not he was up there a bit last year. He's already had some runs. Yeah. So now he's hey, yeah. show me what you can do and take it up a notch. Uh Russell was at a red light here. He missed us. What's well, up? Shout out to Russell. Terrible. He stopped at the red light. He stopped at the red light okay. and wrote this. I want to talk about my guys. Diego Diego Castillo, we already covered. Okay. Kevin Smith, which we did not cover. Definitely one of your guys. Spencer Strider, who we did cover. Russell, you missed it at the beginning. I said that in the chat, so go back and check that out. So let's talk about Kevin Smith. Right now, Kevin Smith is white hot. All the people I know in the biz want them on their squad. They want Kevin Smith on their team. And uh, if you were trying to get him earlier, good job. Yeah. This guy already had him. Russell was talking about Kevin Smith a year ago. He truly was. Yeah. He truly, truly was. We can pull up the old shows, which you can see on our Palazzo Podcast YouTube channel anytime. All of our old shows are right here. But... What what's a realistic outing here this year for Kevin Smith? He probably plays every day, twenty plus yeah. home runs or no? Yeah, yeah, twenty to twenty five home runs. I think he could do. He's another guy you got to be careful with the batting average. Um, so if you're in the batting average league, you just got to be cautious. And he's a little less valuable in that type of format. Um, I don't know how high up the order he's going to hit. I actually haven't really dug into what kind of lineups Oakland's throwing out there. So um, I'll I'll plead ignorance on that one. <laughs> um, 
I don't know that he runs a ton. Uh, and OBP, he'll be better than batting average leagues. Uh, but the home runs is what you would be getting him for. And look, you didn't, you didn't it, like if you picked in one of those weird 50 rounder draft and hold type of things and you picked him late, you're dancing right now because he's basically a free dart throw. And now you got a uh, MLB regular that might hit 20 to 25 home runs this year. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Oh, boy. Here, right here for Phil's mouth. Jeff Whiteley has something to say beyond Jeff Lowe, really Jeff Lowe. We should call him Jeff Lowe from now on. Jeff Whiteley. We're now calling Josh Lowe Jeff Lowe for the regular season because you love him so much. He wants to know who leads the AL and NL rookies and homers. American League, well, I would take Torque. You still think it's Torque over Wit? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Give me Torque in the American League. Uh, National League. Let me look. I'm looking at the odds again here. I think uh, AL rookies are better than the NL rookies this year. Seiya Suzuki is a rookie. So, yeah. Yep. So, Seiya, I would think O'Neill Cruz probably hits more home runs than Seiya, although I'm not positive. Um, That's probably a close race. By the way, in uh, another Dynasty League, I paid $49 million one year salary. To get Seiya Suzuki, I had I had like eighty million dollars left over, and I'm like, shit, I'm I'm gonna just spend this now, so I make sure I got him, and I I got him for forty nine million dollar one year salary. We do a salary cap of two ten, so yeah, he's 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 a great piece for this year probably too. So I dig it. Yeah, it's my new, I'm a new guy. It's my first year in here, so I'm trying to build you know build up some guys that I can keep later on. So anyways, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. No, that's. Uh, there's no real thumpers in the NL. I'm kind of looking over the main. C.J. Abrams, if he gets called up by the Padres, is not going to hit for a lot of power. Um, Joey Bart is still technically a rookie for the Giants. That's right. Uh, he probably has the most power of these rookie eligible guys I'm looking at. I don't. I've never really liked him a lot. I, I would not bank on him. I think he has something in common him. with. Yeah, you think he has trouble hitting. Also, Mickey Moniak has been hitting home runs in spring training. Enough so that he won a job. I know it's a 28-man roster, but he's on the opening day roster here. Moniak and Bart are two guys that have struggled. They're super high picks. I think they have a lot in common in that respect, but either one of these guys pop for you this year, maybe a little bit? I I would bet on Bart over Moniak. So, like, if you're looking. And the nice part about Bart, too, he's a catcher. Um, so if his average isn't great or something, it's not a crushing thing. Um, I just, I don't know. I just don't know that he's, maybe he makes a switch and he puts it together and I'm not giving him enough credit. So, um, uh, Bryson Stott for the Phillies, I like as an NL rookie of the year pick for real life. Um, he got, he got called up to the opening day roster. He'll probably play shortstop and third base, which will be nice for your fantasy squads. Uh, he should hit for average. He should get on base. He should hit for some power. He should steal some bags. So he, he could be a 15 to $20 type guy, but I don't see him leading in home runs. Cause I just don't know that the power is there. What about um, Brendan so, Davis coming up for the Cubs? Yeah, he, I don't know what the rush would be with him. Um, and he might need a little more time to adjust. He had kind of a up down type year last year. So they might want to give him a little more time to get some confidence before they call him up. The guy I'm looking at is Seth beer. Ooh, yeah. Who's uh he was one of the top uh power hitters in college baseball when he was a freshman at Clemson. Um so he's got plenty of power. He's not very athletic, so he's got a lot of position question eligibility questions uh for the big league club, but he can be DH now, which is super. Uh he can hit for some pop. 
the I don't know what's up with that stadium. I know they did a humidor last year or something, which kind of they all are now. Though. Did you all yeah, 30 right, right, yeah. ballparks have a humidor? That's the news this year. So it's kind of a yeah. moot point now. Yeah. Coors is in the Coors is in the division. Um, I think you should get some playing time. You can hit. You can get on base. So Coors beer. Uh, Seth beer. So <laughs> Seth beer, is, I guess, would be my pick to lead the NL rookies and homers. This right here is a silver bullet all the way from Colorado. That's right. Mm, we got two cores drops now. Uh, Jeff, thank you for that question. That was a lot of fun, Jeff. That's a good idea. I love playing that guessing that game with prospects. Question. Mike Trout, top five. Is, an, is Mike Trout top five instant classic? Thank yeah. you, Jeff. I, yeah, that was a good one. I'll, yeah. It'll be tough to top that one, I got to tell you. Uh, Jasper says, I like Thomas, but Adele I don't care for much. Not sure why, though. Because he's struggled a lot so far. So I think it's fair, if, especially if your take is, you know what, he's got to show me before I'm buying in now. I don't mm-hmm. blame you for that. So I wouldn't yeah. throw a lot of uh, either auction money or uh, pick value at Adele, but if you're taking him real late in drafts on your bench or something for a chance that he pops, I'd do it. If you got to pay way too much for him, I'm hands off. So I got to tell you, Kevin Smith will probably hit in the lower part of that Oakland lineup too based on what we've seen. Uh, unless he really starts to pop and they want to push up, they got too many veterans that they're going to give first rights to. Unfortunately, like Piscotty and uh, you know Seth Brown has been there a little bit longer. Guys like that. So yeah, Je- you know. Jed Lowry returned from the grave. Jed Lowry never never gives up, does <laughs> just, he? It's unbelievable. It really I just is. took him in the. Re- we're into the reserve rounds of our twenty team uh, dynasty league now, and I took Jed Jed as my first pick in the reserve rounds. So oh, way to go, Jed. Nice job. I got to tell you, I'm still thinking about Adley Rushman being an impact player pretty soon. I don't. Yeah. I know Baltimore Baltimore just made that trade where they dumped two relievers that could have helped them this year for more players just to throw on the heap later on. So it looks like uh, we're just, I mean, they don't think they can win the AL East this year anyways. I understand that. But at some point, you got to start trying to compete. <laughs> I know it's tough out there. But yeah. Adley Rushman, when do you expect him to make his debut? I'm going to say it'll be as soon as he's healthy, gets a few at-bats at AAA, and then he'll get his ass up there, which would probably be May 1st, probably when the rosters change, I think. Yes. Yeah, I don't think they'll keep him all the way until the uh, second, like the Super 2 cutoff, whatever that would be, mid-June or whatever it is. He's too good. I, I mean, come on. If they do, I'll be pissed. If they do it, one reason why they might – um, I think we've talked about it on the show before is to keep him working with like Grayson Rodriguez, the other guys, that, the other pitching prospects at triple a um, and get them up around the same time together. That would okay. be my only, cause there's nobody in the major league staff right now that he really is going to be working with in the next couple of years. Right. Hmm. Like it's like duct tape and the guy <laughs> from uh, the guy from uh, major league. Uh, I can't think of the name, but the veteran pitcher from Major League that's got the oh yeah the snot the ball Vagisil on his arm and stuff. So yeah, up your butt, yo boo. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, You're telling me that Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? <laughs> yeah, it's still a classic. It's probably one of the best sports movies of all time. Bull Durham though is no slouch. It doesn't get enough credit at yeah, times. I love Bull Durham. Yeah, that's a, a great movie. movie. Uh, before we go, uh, oh here we go. Uh, Adele, great singer but she has trouble with the curve. hey Well done, Jeff Whiteley. You're on a roll today, Jeff. We're really loving your contribution to today's show. Want to see you around here more often on the Palazzo Podcast Prospects Power Half Hour. 
Before we go, I want to get your uh, World Series pick, just for the fuck of it, just so we have it on the record, Phil. Come on. Oh, God. Give me the Mets to win the World Series over the White Sox. Oh, holy shit ball. That is intense. I like it. You're different. You step out of yourself. I appreciate that. I expect this to be... Uh, man, that's tough. I think I'm going to go... I think I, I like the Mets a lot, but not that much. That's tough. I'm going to say that this is a uh, a Dodgers team that is still very, very good. Yeah. So, unfortunately, they're going to be there again, which is boring. Oh, oh Jasper says, no! I'll probably take the Dodgers versus the Red Sox. Boring. Yeah. Yeah, I like Dodgers. Boston. Dodgers win the World Series. Freddie Freeman gets like a repeat. That, that Boston lineup is nice. They're going to be a tough out. They are. I'm rooting for Chicago. I am rooting for Chicago. I'm thinking, I just don't know if they have the pitching. I'm thinking in the AL, who's got the, who really has the pitching staff to line up? Toronto, maybe now. Um, I don't know. I don't know you know, if there's true. enough uh, yeah. the pitching most a team that's got enough dominant pitching to overcome the Red Sox. Yeah, there's a real, real challenge in the AL East. You got four teams that can kick ass. It's gonna be brutal. But you got that additional playoff spot, so I think you could see three teams from the AL East in the playoffs yeah. this year. It's very, very possible. Um, but I also think I've been saying this for a while, I'm gonna stick to it. I think the Angels will actually sneak in this year. It's gonna be a surprise. The Angels are back in the playoffs this year. Write I'd it down. I'd love to see it. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it, They're too. Due. I think it'd be fun. Those, they got yeah. some of the best, most enjoyable players to watch in baseball that you can root for. It's a lot of fun. So we'll see what happens. We have no idea what will happen. I will tell you this. Tomorrow night, we're going to have the, the first annual Plaza Podcast Bozo Fest, which is a huge, huge parade of gladiators from across the fantasy baseball realm. We're just going to be – there's no schedule <laughs> – we're just going to be on the air. I've given the link out to at least 70 people, so I don't know how this is going to play out. <laughs> Phil would join us if Phil wasn't sleeping. It's just too late. He'll be dead asleep. In fact, I by the time we're done, actually, you might catch us on the tail off? end waking up in the morning. <laughs> what time are you kicking off? We're starting at 10 p.m. Eastern time, and uh, who knows how long we'll go. Uh, so. Probably be asleep. I'm, I'm drafting. So my redraft league, we draft on opening day eve every year, so – I'll be drafting oh. starting at 6 Eastern tomorrow night, drafting live, but I will probably be done before 10 Eastern. Oh, you're going to be you're going to be up late then. Okay, all right. Yeah, again, we did auction last night, so it was like 1:30, not last night, night before, like 1:30, so I'm dying. Okay. Uh-huh. Me. I got one more draft tonight. I'm doing a DC $150 NFBC Draft Champions DC, and it's uh, not a slow draft because the league, you know, opening days in a couple of days away, so it's 55 seconds, 50 oh. rounds. Oh, I love it. I love it. No uh. slow draft. I'm too ADD for a slow draft. I lose my focus by round 10. 55-second <laughs> clock, perfect. Give me a 30-second clock. 30-second clock, 50 rounds. I love this. I'm with you. I think I'm with you. I do. I like doing it all in one sitting. I don't care if I have to sit there for too. five hours. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Jeff says, great show. Keep up the good work. Jeff, we love to have you here. We love to have everybody here. Jasper, Jeff, and Russell. Started to, oh, I keep putting comments. He's talking to people in the chat there. Oh, Jeff says Blue Jays will be tough. That's right. Damn straight. Thanks, everybody, for doing this. Thanks to Phil. I will see you tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to be on the air for like two or three hours. So don't miss it. Come on by. We're going to have like everybody who's anybody in the biz on the show. You're really going to want to 
be here on our YouTube channel. Subscribe, five-star rating. If you could give us a chance, five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be great. We'd really appreciate it. I love it. That's... Opening day Eve. It's like Christmas Eve. So Yeah. Yeah, let it rip. It's perfect. It's perfect. Anything's Let's make possible. this an... And an anything is possible. That's right. Let's make this an annual tradition, hopefully. I'm hoping to do like the annual opening day Eve show. You know, there's so many traditions in fantasy baseball as it is where people have already, you know, got TGFBI and then you got these other charitable events, the four day pitcher list, pitch a thon thing. So, yeah, we're trying to find our own little niche here where we can do something annually. So, for Phil, I'm Michael Govier. We love you guys. We appreciate the time and energy, and we'll catch you guys later. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.